Good morning, everyone. I'm Frederick County Executive Jan Gardner. Thank you for joining us for today's public information briefing. Joining me today is Shannon Moore, the director of Frederick County's newest division, the Division of Energy and Environment, and she's here along with some of her staff. Today, we have some exciting news to share about Frederick County's progress on our climate and energy initiatives. But before I start, I do want to take a few moments to remind everybody that COVID is still with us. Frederick County continues to see a high rate of community transmission as defined by the CDC. The current variant seems to be able to spread quickly and easily. Over the past few days, our hospitalizations have been rising. Yesterday, there were more than 20 people hospitalized with COVID at Frederick Health Hospital, including one in intensive care. So the total number of people in the hospital is the highest we've seen since uh, the end of February. So I did want to want to just say a few uh, words about that. We've also had five deaths in the month of July, and um, that includes four that were reported in the last week. So if you're older or immunocompromised, I want to urge you to take some precautions, like avoiding crowds indoors, wearing a mask. And if you haven't got vaccinated or boosted, do that now. I also want to remind folks that last weekend we had a wonderful dedication of our COVID memorial at Utica District Park. Uh, this monument not only um, recognizes those that we've lost to the pandemic, it pays tribute to our healthcare workers and our other essential workers who kept our community going throughout the pandemic. And really, uh, we are grateful for those people who have been on the front line. You can find the memorial at the back of the park. You really have to drive into the park, uh, not far from the tournament fields. Now, today, I'm going to get back to our main topics. Climate and energy initiatives support our residents and our businesses, as well as help Frederick County government to reduce our impact on the planet. Certainly, Frederick County government wants to lead by example. The actions that we take today, collectively, all of us, will help to slow the rate of climate change and lead to lower energy costs. In other words, we save green when we go green, and we can certainly all appreciate saving money. But why is it important that we slow climate change? Well, if we don't make any changes by the end of this century, Frederick County can expect 100 days each year with temperatures reaching into the 90s. Now, all of us can remember just last week how hot it was. So now picture our weather being like that one out of every four days during the year. The more hot days we have, the more energy we consume to cool our, our buildings. And that extreme weather also leads to flooding, crop damage, which certainly impacts our food supplies and the cost of food, poor air quality, and the list goes on and on. So one of the major roles of the Division of Energy and Environment is to help reduce the amount of energy all of us use. They offer programs to support our residents and also to support our businesses. And they look for ways the county government can hold down the cost of energy within county government. Last January, the division presented a plan to the county council on how we would reorganize and how we would reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. So today, we're really here to provide an update to the public on what we've accomplished since then, and we do have some exciting and big news to share. So first, I'm pleased to announce that 100% of the energy Frederick County government uses in its buildings last year came from renewable sources. And that's right, 100% for the first time. So that's good news. We reached the milestone for fiscal year 22 by taking two steps. First, 
we, the county government, generate solar power. The county operates solar arrays on a closed portion of our landfill and at the Ballinger-McKinney Wastewater Treatment Plant, and we've begun adding solar canopies in other locations, and you can see one on the screen. If you drive along Rosemont Avenue, you may have noticed the construction of canopies being built over the parking lot there um, of the Bourne Building. The second step we've taken is to purchase wind energy. The county bought wind renewable energy credits equal to 20,082 megawatts last year, last fiscal year, enough to cover the cost of providing electricity to all of our buildings. Now, the real beauty of this arrangement is how we paid for those wind credits. So we bought wind energy using proceeds from the sale of our solar energy. So in a few minutes, Shannon will explain in more detail how renewable energy credits and how the renewable energy market works. But I can understand the bottom line, which is that Frederick County actually made money. We sold solar energy credits, or SRECs, for $300,000 and bought wind energy for about $65,000. So in that case, we've gone from saving green to actually making green in the renewable energy market. And that's good news. Now, 100% renewable energy is certainly great news, but we need to build on that success by finding ways for the county to use less energy, because that's really the goal, to use less energy. We have begun looking at our operations countywide, and this has been a work in progress. A team is currently reviewing energy usage across all our facilities. This includes staff from energy and environment, as well as facilities maintenance, the Office of Project Management, and Fleet Services. We also train staff in these departments and in Parks and Recreation Division to find ways to retune our buildings so they are more energy efficient. For instance, we're upgrading the lights at Pine Cliff Park with LEDs, which will use less energy and will actually last longer. That project is fully funded by a $54,000 grant from the Maryland Energy Administration. I'm also excited to announce that Frederick County received another grant from the Maryland Energy Administration this one worth $25,000 to study the possibility of installing a microgrid at our building on Himes Avenue. A microgrid would power critical functions during a power outage. It could use conventional energy as well as alternative energy sources such as solar canopies. So now I'd like to ask Shannon, who is our county expert, to tell us more about what the county is doing locally and regionally to reduce our reliance on fossil fuels. With that, I'll turn it over to Shannon. Thank you so much, Executive Gardner, and thank you for your leadership on this. We obviously could not have done it without you and also with the support of the County Council. Um, and I do want to recognize our new department he head or our uh, manager for the Climate and Energy Department. So congratulations, Don Ashbacker, who has been with us and working very diligently on creating our new programs. So we have a kind of an overarching strategy that we have been working on um, for climate and energy, and a lot of that has to do with energy management. Um, we're putting together an operational plan for uh, climate and energy, and we are in the process of um, also putting one together for alternative fuels. Um, in the future, we'll be doing one for the community as well with the city of Frederick. Part of that plan is to look at how we are uh, creating the environmental 
benefit of our energy. You know, we're, we have to buy energy anyway. We're buying it on the open market, and we have a really smart strategy in Frederick County about buying energy. We buy in blocks with the with FCPS and FCC through a cooperative called FACT, and and that cooperative saved us about three and a half million dollars last year on our energy purchases by buying in block uh, and buying wholesale. Um, it also saved us because of the active management of all of the environmental attributes of the energy that we have. So we have requirements that we have to meet, just like any other um, purchaser or utility would have to meet, of a certain percentage of clean energy in our portfolio. And so we've been doing that in a way that's smarter. And so like what the county executive said, we have been creating our own clean energy to be able to provide for our needs. And where possible, we've been selling it and buying cheaper clean energy um, in the national marketplace so that we're optimizing the clean energy that we have. So that's something that we're really excited about. Um, and as the county executive noted, we have also been working internally with our, with our various folks. Um, for example, we trained 23 on building energy management through a contract with the um, utility company, First Energy. And so we're very serious about hunting and pecking for all of the savings that we can find. So it's a combination of meeting our environmental goals, but also becoming more efficient and moving technology into, into the present day where we have opportunities to save energy and save money. Um, for example, in our fleet, we're looking at a planned fleet conversion to alternative energy using both electric and B20 um, fuels. So those are the kinds of things that we're doing to try to, to really help Frederick County government and also lead by example. And so we have programs in place that the county executive is going to talk to you about for the public so that they can also save energy and save money. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Shannon. I really appreciate all that you are doing and all that you will continue to be doing. Um, I'm really excited about the creative approaches that you and your staff have been taking to help Frederick County government reduce its energy costs. Now, we have taken several uh, major steps and we're looking for even more ways to save. Um, as Shannon noted, we're looking to complete our transition to hybrid and electric vehicles. Um, with the high cost of gasoline and diesel fuel, we know we can save a substantial money uh, in the long run and likely also on maintenance of those vehicles. And the fleet transition plan is expected to be completed around January of 2023. Now, people in the community often ask me what they can do to address climate change. So people want to do their part. Individuals and businesses can make a difference by reducing their energy use as well and the county offers programs to help. Now, Shannon talked, um, well, she didn't talk about it, but she's uh, actually, we have had a, um, she advanced a partnership with Centro Hispano to help promote the Power Saver Retrofit Program. And we've had the Power Saver Retrofit Program for some time. It provides funding to help make households with low to moderate income more energy efficient. And projects could include insulating attics or basements, adding weather stripping to windows and doors, upgrading lights, sealing ductwork, or replacing appliances with Energy Star models, and that could include hot water heaters. In the past, Power Savers program was funded through a grant from the Maryland Energy Administration, and I'm happy to share that Frederick County has received our largest grant. It's a two-year grant of $839,000 and that the county um, added $300,000 
uh, to the Power Saver program so homeowners can conduct even deeper retrofits and that we can try to serve more people, which is why the outreach to, and the partnership with uh, uh, organizations like Centro Hispano is so important. Another way um, residents can save energy is by joining with other consumers um, to do some bulk purchasing or bulk buying. Now, individuals and even small businesses can band together in what's called a co-op. Now, Shannon mentioned about how we are buying energy in bulk with our partners in government, like the Frederick County Public Schools, through the fact and that we saved $3 million versus what we would have to pay on the market. It's a lot of money. And people want to do the same type of thing. So individuals and even small businesses can band together in a co-op. And it's a bit like shopping at Sam's Club or Costco where you go and buy things in bulk or large quantities and you save some money doing that. Now in this case, people can buy, are buying something different. They're buying solar panel installations or electric vehicles. So Frederick County residents and small businesses can join the Maryland Capital Area Solar and Electric Vehicle Co-op, which is a mouthful, with the nonprofit Maryland Solar United Neighbors. If you're interested in learning more about the about solar power or electric cars or this co-op, you can um, come to an event at Blank Ankle, Ankle Farms on August 12th from 6 to 8 p.m. Sign up to participate in the co-op does close at the end of the month on August 31st. Now, for businesses that want to be more energy efficient, the county recently developed an incentive program which we're calling BEST, which I think is a great name, Shannon, Business Energy Savings Tune-Ups. BEST allows a business to leverage rebates that Potomac Edison is offering and supplement that money with grants to make energy-efficient retrofits. Now, the county can, will provide up to 5000 towards LED lighting upgrades and up to 10000 for HVAC and commercial refrigeration systems. BEST grants can be used to cover a customer's share of Potomac Edison's incentive. By combining the county grant with the power company's grant, businesses can actually make improvements at no cost to them. So 18 customers have already signed up for the best incentive program. The projects total about $50,000, and that's $50,000 that local businesses do not have to pay to make their business operations more energy efficient. The best program is in addition to a longstanding program we've had called PACE, um, that we've been offering since 2017. PACE stands for Property Assessed Clean Energy. Through PACE, commercial properties can take out a private loan to make energy savings upgrades on their buildings and then use those savings to pay back those loans over time through a surcharge on their property tax bill. These loans can cover up to 100% of the upfront costs um, for these improvements. Now, projects that can be funded through a PACE loan include water conservation measures, installation of renewable energy, and reductions of en to energy consumption. If a property is sold, the loan repayment can transfer with the sale of the property. So people often ask why the county doesn't offer a green bank option, and we have found that the incentive programs like PACE and BEST provide funding for upgrades with little investment to the business and very little risk to the county, making them a better option. So whether you're an individual homeowner or you own a business and you want to become more energy efficient, you can reach out to Shannon and her staff at the Division of Energy and Environment. The phone number is on the screen. It's 301-600-1416. Again, 301-600-1416. You can also email them at sustainability at frederickcountymd.gov. 
which is you can do that any time of day or night, and they'll help you find a program that fits your needs. We know that the combined impact of all of these programs and all of these actions taken collectively from homeowners, businesses, and Frederick County government will make a big difference. In a few months, we'll have the result of Frederick County's greenhouse gas inventory. We expect it to show a substantial decline in our greenhouse gas emissions, even as our population grows. So using 100% renewable energy in county buildings is a big step forward, but we need to make progress to continue to slow climate change in our community and around the world. And the time is now for us to take action. So I encourage people to get involved, to take advantage of the programs that are offered for homeowners and for businesses so that we can uh, all collectively make a difference. And we'll be have continued updates because more is happening. There's a lot of money in the new federal infrastructure bill for uh, implementation of uh, EV uh, charging stations. And I know we're working on preparing to take advantage of that. Those, that money's not quite yet available, but it will be, I think, in September. And um, we're working on these plans like the fleet transition plans. So I appreciate all that you do to help make progress for Frederick County and to help make life better for people and to make sure that we have a high quality of life into the future. So thank you for joining us for today's public information briefing.